drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on everybody? I am back here. You're probably hearing this on a Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe over the weekend. This is a bonus show, and uh, I got something to tell the Kool-Aid drinkers out there. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I want to tell you that the Fantasy Football Flavor Show is back, <laughs> and it's back because we got this guy. He says I got to give him his intro music. It's Magazine Mania is running wild. Chuck the Magazine is back on the Kool-Aid cast ready to talk some fantasy football. Buddy, it's been way too long since I chatted with you. How you doing, man? Derek, what's going on, buddy? Finally, (laughs) I have come back. (laughs) Back Uh, to the Kool-Aid to talk to you about some fantasy football. Let's do it. I think you just transitioned from one wrestler to another. So, I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, I think me and you, we got to do this show for the people. And the people consist of the Absolutely. millions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. So uh, thank you, man. Like I said, we didn't uh, we didn't have too much time to prep. I thought we'd just jump on, man, uh, talk some ball, some players we like. Maybe talk about some rookies, maybe some Lions players that I'm excited about. So, Chuck, before we get into that, man, the people want to know, I mean, what's the status on the magazine this year? Have you been to Barnes & Noble? Is there a new online resource that you're purchasing, the physical magazine? Or have you transitioned, like me and millions and millions of other people have, to the online free version of fantasy content? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the old the uh, the magazine maniacs. And we, we go we go to Barnes and Noble with the, the thousands and thousands of the magazine maniacs, and we just go there and we we like to feel of that first fantasy football magazine in our hands, and we like to be able to turn the page and just be able to feel fantasy football right in the palms of your hands. Is there highlighting going on, or is there notes being taken in this magazine? I gotta know. You know, most of us maniacs, magazine people, they, we we just we keep it all in our head. There's there's no need to highlight. We read it, we know it, we live it, we have it right here, sitting right next to us, in the soft covered magazine. <laughs> all right, tre- tremendous. Uh, that is exciting. So, 
I mean, what what are we looking at leagues this year for you? I mean, I know I try to rope you into a few, and, you know, you got the big job. You got the big family. You got the big house on the big hill. You got all this stuff going on. You're too busy to talk to your buddy Oakry too often. But I know you got a few fantasy leagues, probably on some old work buddies or people out there that you beat up on every year rather than the 32-teamers or the contract leagues or the big boy leagues that I do. But what do we got going on this year, Chuck Dog? Well, well, Mr. Oakry, I'll probably end up being in maybe like two or three, same that I have been in a couple keeper leagues. And uh, I'll probably end up getting into a couple more online leagues. Yeah. It all depends. I get kicked out of a few of them for winning too much, but you know how that goes. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, I, I know that. Definitely. But uh, always fun to win the championship, man. So you'll be in a few, you know, some of my big crazy leagues. It's fun during this downtime of the NFL. We've been knocking out some slow drafts, which is always fun where we can have that uh, long clock and just take your time, make some picks here before the season really gets rolling. That way we got teams heading into training camp. So, Chuck, let's just get right into it, man. Let's talk about this top tier of players, kind of those guys you might take in the first couple rounds. I mean, I want to throw one name at you. I mean, and he goes by one name these days, and it's Quads. His name is Saquon Barkley. This guy, big big fantasy player a few years ago, had a few down years now. Uh, lots of good buzz coming out about him, being a pass catcher, doing all those things. Are you on board with Quads this year, or are you fading him out in most of your leagues? That's a big negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sold on Saquon. By any means, Saquon has got to show me that he can stay healthy. He's got to show me that he can perform on that so-called Giants offense with Mr. Danny Dimes, they call him. Yes. They're running the show. So right now, I'm going to say no. I think I think uh, Saquon is a, is a heck of a talent. I think he's he, he has the potential to be a really, really great running back in this league. I just think he's stuck behind that uh, that poor Giants offense. Yeah. I think you used a great word there, talent. That's what I'm betting on, too, the talent. This guy didn't forget how to play football. You just got to get it to him. The line's got to be a b- bit better, which they invested in. Offense has a lot of weapons. So I, I think he's a sneaky guy. You don't even have to take him ultra high. You can kind of get him at a nice spot and hope that he balls out. So we're on different pages there. Wh- who's the top guy or a guy that's sneaky? that you might be taking in those first couple rounds that you really love? Uh, I mean, I think in the first couple of rounds, I mean, are you really sneaking sneaking somebody in? You're not sneaking, but I'm I mean, saying a guy that's going to blow up, a guy like, I don't know, C.D. Lamb. Like, a, uh, you know, you're the Cowboys hey, hey. honk. You're, you're the guy that just hey, wants look. to come on here and talk about the star all day. Like, let's just get into C.D. real quick. Is he going to be – the absolute ball player, first round fantasy pick, number one wide receiver in all of football that I keep hearing about. I'm waiting on it. Well, you know what? This is this is CD's year, right? He has got he's got nobody blocking him, right? So this is make it or break it for Mr. C D Lamb. So we need C D Lamb <laughs> to be that number one guy. And I think he could be. I've seen a lot of potential come out of this guy. I think sometimes he may try to do too many dynamic catches, so he drops the ball a little bit. But if he gets back to uh, Mr. C. Day from Oklahoma and catches that ball and, 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 and do what he do and just make people miss, I saw him on the Saints against the Saints last year, catch a ball and then put Marcus Lattimore, soul just left his body as he juked him right out of there. 
So I think CD will be all right. Oh, man, that's a tempered response from the Cowboys uh, ultra fan over here because I love this guy's ability to catch the ball, high point it, run after catch. Looks a little slender sometimes, but I love everything about him and uh, definitely a guy I've been trying to snag up wherever possible. Um, Let me throw another name at you, Christian McCaffrey. This is a guy catches everything, you know, as clean of a prospect as you can find. But a guy that a lot of people are just sort of thinking is always injured and has lost it and is never going to be good again. I got to say, another guy that I'm trying to scoop up everywhere. What say you? Well, Derek, I'm a little sour with Mr. McCaffrey right now. Here we go. <laughs> I, 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 dra- I drafted him, you know, last year in a couple leagues because I, I ended up getting the number one spot. So I was like, oh, you know what? I like McCaffrey. When he's there, you can tell that he's the number one fantasy player in the league but the problem is with him I, I don't know if he's just if he's if he's gotten weak in the old bones or whatever happened to this guy but he he just doesn't seem to uh seem to be football tough anymore he just seems like he's got a sprained ankle and he's out for six weeks I don't I don't know man but like I said I'm a little sour on him right now but you're right he does have the ability to to be that number one guy, but as of right now, I just can't see it. Yeah, one thing I just got to warn you on, Chuck Dog, as we head into 2022 fantasy football, that we can't base all of our opinions on what happened in 2020, 2021, you know, back when you first started your league. It's about what he's going to do this look, year. <laughs> That's what's important. Look, so, look, look Mr. Oakry, let me, let me tell you a little story. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Here we go. As I as I turn my page in my magazine here. Yes. What does it say? It looks at Mr. It says Christian McCaffrey. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> and right I... now he hasn't done nothing for me lately. <laughs> What's he gonna do for you coming up? <laughs> is is what I'm hoping for. And he's gonna ball out. But I don't really love that team down there. That's kind of my worry is that offense that team he's on I was kind of hoping he get traded to be honest but uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens I think that's another big chip for sure since this is the Kool-Aid cast man this is where I serve up that delicious tasty Honolulu blue flavored Kool-Aid for the people drink it in man. side of cornbread cornbread make it a double cornbread Let, let's talk about Dion Dre Swizzle, DeAndre Swift for the Detroit Lions. This is a guy that hasn't been used enough in the passing game, if you ask me. He's bulked up a little bit. He has been dynamic in different ball games, like certain games. It's like, man, this guy's unbelievable. Other times, you know, not so much, hurt a little bit. What do you think about Swift in 2022? I'll tell you right now, Derek, I love him. I think this guy's going to ball out this year. I, you saw the potential last year, right? You saw him a few games that he was doing. He was balling out. And if they get this guy a little more involved into that passing game, maybe give him some slants down the middle, I think this guy, for especially in fantasy football-wise, I think he's going to ball out and give give uh, give a lot of people some big-time points that, you know, some of us may be, may be overlooking. But right now, I love DeAndre Swift. Man, you got to like that take from Chuck here on the Kool-Aid cast. I mean, oh, baby. Oh, baby. 
<laughs> he kind of downplayed his boy CD. He let go of quads. He's not very high on McCaffrey, but he loves him some DeAndre Swift. I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for uh, for serving that up because uh, me and uh, Kool-Aid drinkers will drink that in all day. Drink it in, man. Yeah. Don't tell nobody, all right? Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that on the deal. He is a guy that you can get kind of in that sweet spot of running backs if you want to pass and get yourself a couple fancy wide receivers and and then sneak him in. He could hopefully definitely be that RB1 for you. Speaking of RB1s, this is another guy I had on my sheet here, man, just to kind of dip into. Austin Eckler. Um, Everyone is in love with that Chargers offense, man. They think they're just going to be the end-all, be-all. You know, this guy can catch some passes. He's hurt a little bit, too, but he's kind of a dynamic little dynamo when he's out there. I mean, is this a guy you're willing to take in that top echelon and and project forward that he's going to take a a leap to be a fantasy stud? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That guy, you know, he I had him last year. I ended up getting him like late in the first round of, of a of a, of a league that was, I don't know, it was, it was pretty deep league. I think it was like 16 teams or whatever. And then I, I ended up getting him somewhere, somewhere in the teens. And I tell you, he did not disappoint. You know, sometimes he, he doesn't always get you, you know, your touchdowns and your, and your, and your, a lot of running yards. But if you're in a PPR league, mm-hmm. this guy can carry your team pretty good. Well, there's no doubt. I, I love the way he catches the ball. I think there was one game last year. It was even in the playoffs, I think, where I was going into the final game. They were playing on Monday night or something. I just had Eckler left, and that was the game. He had like four TDs and over 100 yards catching or something ridiculous. And I, I come all the way back, and it gets like you know 30 points or whatever a crazy fantasy day would be in that league. And I sneak out and beat a guy by you know 1.5 points or something crazy in the end. So you, you got to love when somebody comes up big for you like that at the at the end that's that's always great so i I like eckler too i know i'm saying i like all these guys but these are guys that i'm trying to uh, throw out there that people should have their eye on or people that um i think will ball out even justin jefferson's in that range is just a ridiculous wide receiver stud that i like chuck how about if i throw some names at you i'll throw like five names and you pick out one or two and just tell me if you really like them or you hate them how about that all right let's do it Let's go with this first cluster. This is kind of like that, you know, I don't know if I want to call it mid-tier or just guys that are a little bit farther down the draft board, but let's go with CEH, Clyde, Edwards, Hilaire. Let's go with my boy Elijah Moore from the Jets. How about Kareem Hunt? What about the ultimate route runner there with Russ in Denver, Jerry, Judy? Out of those four, give me a little something on either one or two of them. You know, I, I, I'm i still not sold or given up on Jerry Judy yet. You know, poor poor Jerry Judy's gone to Denver and ain't had a single person throw the ball to him yet, right? Right. So let, let, let's see what Mr. Russ can do and, and, and try to get Jerry Judy the ball. Look, Jerry Judy was a high talent coming out of college. You could tell that he showed some flashes with some of these scrubs that he had throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you have, like Joe Flacco and – What's the other guy's name? Drew. Drew. Drew, where the guy that just went to Seattle, Drew, not going to probably start there anyway. Right. Um, Drew Locke. So, Drew Locke. That was Drew's a lock to be at the bowling alley pretty soon. He's, he's a lock to be left out on the fence. <laughs> but, you know, 
you gotta. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Jerry Judy, but I'm not giving up on him either. Because like I said, he hasn't had anybody to throw him the ball. So we'll we'll see what happens there. He's got a. He's got a. You know, a plethora of wide receivers that he's got to compete with. That that's out there in Denver. So we'll see on that. And then, Cream Hunt. I'll vote. I've always liked Cream Hunt. You know, except for his off the field issues, but. Mm-hmm. Cream Hunt as a as a ball player or as a fantasy football player, he one of those guys that you can pick up late in the rounds because he he sits behind Nick Chubb. But this guy still performs at an RB two almost every year, no matter what hit him as a backup. He still gets you know close to sixty yards rushing a game. He always seems to get four or five catches and squeezes into that end zone quite a, quite often. Yeah, good, good, good takes by you on both guys. Um, Kareem Hunt's a guy that I've been scooping up a lot of places, and people don't like him too because he's got Chubb in front of him. But Kareem Hunt, as you just said, man, he gets these sneaky yards. He can catch the football, and he likes to hammer you when he gets going downhill. Man, I love the way he plays the game. So another guy that I, especially in Dynasty, you might want to scoop him up if he ever gets to another squad and gets the main guy role. I think he's still a absolute beast from the running back position so i like that as well let's do one more cluster then we'll get our great sponsors in here when we come back from the break i want to talk rookies and then we'll throw some deep sleeper type names out there just guys to think about guys that might come out of nowhere and do some things so chuck my next four is t higgins with cincy i've been seeing him going real high at the wide receiver position chuck you might know this guy a little bit his name is tony Pollard, oh baby. <laughs> you got Kenny Galladay, who I like to have a bounce back. You got Amon Ra, or ARSB as I call him. And then you got Mr. Jacobs down there. Josh Jacobs running back there with the Raiders. Take a name or two. Tell me what you think. Well, we'll, we'll start off with, with your boy ARSB. I like this kid. I do. I like this kid a lot. He came on strong towards the the last, like, what, six games last year, I think it was. He came on really strong, and he showed a lot of potential and a a lot of ability. So I I like him a lot. Um, I think, you know, he he might need a year or two to get start going up into the upper echelon, but I I really like him this year, especially if you can get him in the mid-rounds. I think he's going to perform well, and I think he's going to – surprise a lot of people about how many catches and yards that he has. Um, and then my man, Tony Pollard, <laughs> this guy, this guy's got too much talent to be doing what he's doing, right? He's, he's fast. He's got good hands and this guy can play. So, I, I mean, out of what I've been hearing, they've been, Dallas has been practicing with this guy at slot receiver as well, as as well as running back throwing him at the slot. So I expect him to have a lot of catches this year. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Pollard brings in anywhere from 50 to 60 catches this year. Now, I know we got to get our spot. I know we got to get this thing rolling. I got limited time here with Chuck, the magazine, but I got two issues with those takes. First of all, you're giving love to Swift and St. Brown. I don't know if that's just you trying to ingratiate yourself back to the Kool-Aid drinkers again, throwing us a little bone here and there, or if you really like these players. But I want to ask you real quick, what's what's the ceiling for St. Brown, especially when you when J-Mo gets healthy and you got Chark in the building? Like, I, You think this guy is just a volume catcher, or is he a guy that can really put up yards and touchdowns, do you think? 
I think this guy is going to – I don't know if he'll have a ton of catches per se, but I I, I do feel that this guy is going to get you a lot of yards um, out of that slot, especially, especially when, you know, Jameson comes back or, or DJ Chark comes in. I think DJ Chark might be uh, more of your guys' possession guy, but I think uh, ARCB would be good coming right out of that slot, and I think he's going to get a lot of yards right hmm. through there. That's funny. That's like we see it so different because I see ARSB as like a volume, short yardage catch guy, move the chains. Yeah, he'll get you a few touchdowns, but it might be less than you'd expect where you've got him with yards and other types of plays. And I have Chark as the deep ball threat, the electric player. And then, I mean, just look out. We'll talk about Jameson Williams here in a bit. I I love that kid. Um, And and here's my issue with your Pollard take. You continue to tell me year after year, oh, Zeke's back. Zeke's healthy. Look out for Zeke. Zeke's going to be good. Zeke would have been good if this, if that. I watch Zeke, man, and the tape don't lie. I don't see explosion. I don't see playmaking like he used to do. He looks fat. And Tony Pollard's the guy, man. As you said, he can catch, he can run, he can slash. He's young. He's just a, a up-and-coming player. I mean, that's going to be a move for your Cowboys. They're going to have to bite the bullet, I think. Yeah, you you might be wearing some earmuffs on your eyeballs or something on those tapes because if you look at the first if you look at the first half before he had that partial tore in his knee, look what he did to Carolina, look what he did to the oh, Giants. This guy's in quicksand, man. This guy can't run. He can't. He, all he does is try to run over yeah, people right. for four yards a crack. I mean, he used to be able to blow he can by run people. you backwards. What are you talking about? He can outrun you backwards. What are you What are you talking about? This guy's done. Zeke's done. You heard it here first. I've given up on this guy. Tony Pollard, put him in, cut Zeke, and start rolling. Have an offense over there. Look, look, I I love Pollard too, so I'm not going to argue too much about it. But we'll see this year, huh? All right, we will see. Everybody. That was a quick first segment. It's always fun talking ball. Me and Chuck could do this all day. Let's take a quick pause, get our sponsors in here. Let's go back and talk some fantasy football rookies, both in your regular leagues, maybe dynasty, whatever it may be, and some sleepers. Guys, look out for Everybody, we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league. But it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO, 
please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back, back from the break. Thank you for listening to the sponsors, Reality Sports Online. We got PFF All-22 Fantasy Football. We'll see if Chuck checks that out or not. We've got Anchor Podcasts always helping us out, Spotify, all those great sponsors. Now, Chuck, again, I always tout that, like, I got bored with the Yahoo 8-team office league where, you know, Joe over there in the corner falls asleep and doesn't know what he's doing, never shows up to the draft. So I started moving to these bigger leagues where you get that real big-time rookie draft and, and things like that when it comes to dynasty Um you know, are, are you still investing in rookies, either in a separate rookie draft or just when you get in that snake draft or whatever you're in where you're like eyeing up these rookies and like, hey, that's the way you win in fantasy football is you find that one or two diamonds at, at, when he's a rook, get him on your squad, and the next thing you know, you're rolling. Well, there, you know, that's that's what fantasy football has been based on these last few years. You find that diamond in the, in the rough rookie that's going to actually – perform this one year for you and it might not be the next year or the following year but this one year that you that you find that rookie that always that always seems to put the teams I play against or if I if I get them that always seems to put me over the top and into the playoffs and it's and a chance of the championship game and like you mentioned earlier about your keepers like you know to me getting a real good rookie is a great way to get a a long-time keeper more so than getting these guys that you know are on the backside. I don't know, like Zeke Elliott. Um, you know, you can go ahead and get a young pup that you can, you know, maybe doesn't, you know, hit your starting lineup every week here in 2022, but by 2023 is a up-and-coming stud that's 22 years old and ready to ready to do some things. So, you know, speaking of rookies, like, you know, I'm sure a lot of your leagues, are they pretty running back heavy still, or you move to the wide receivers the thing to do? Uh, I think it's a good balance now. Um, I think once the uh, – I think there's like maybe two running backs that, that are always usually one and two, and then after that it's just like a whole whole shot of uh, a re- wide receivers. And then uh, once in the second round hits again, we start getting some more running backs. But mm-hmm. I think I think it's it's more to a wide receiver heavy league than, than, than running backs for sure. Yeah, I feel like rookie drafts have been like wide receiver heavy, but with that being said, I still kind of go go RB heavy because supply and demand. I mean, if there's a ton of great wide receiving rookies, I need to try to get myself, you know, Breeze Hall this year. I need to try to get myself, unfortunately, from Michigan State, Kenneth Walker, the third, you know, like, because after that, there's Walker. Slim Pickens, but there's there's receivers for days. So, I mean, let's, let's just go there right now. Uh, Kenneth Walker with Seattle. Do you think this guy, I mean, they got Penny out there. They may have Chris Carson. Who knows? He's got the neck injuries. Like, do you think Walker's a guy that comes in and is just such a physical beast that he's that downhill runner for Seattle right away or, or not so much? 
Well, I mean, he's definitely that type of running back, and he he's he's a home run threat uh, to take it the distance every time he carries the ball. I just I just don't know what Pete Carroll is going to do out there. You know, you got Chris Carson that I, I guess the guy just loves because he always tends to give him the rock, you know, 15, 20 times a game. And you can just tell the guy's just a pounder, right? You don't really see any any speed out of him. You don't really see this and that. And then uh, Rashad Penny, the guy showed flashes, but then, he again, he's another guy that can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I, I would think that you he's looking at Kenneth Walker because he drafted him high as a guy that's going to come in there and, and give them the explosiveness, explosiveness on that offense, you know, that, that they can, I mean, all they got is what DK Metcalf and Gino. Yeah. It's a little slim after that for sure. They've kind of regressed, no doubt. I guess I'm seeing him getting taken one, two in all my rookie drafts. And then he's a nice player to try to find, but I could see him being in that rotation and just having games here or there, but not being a big time workhorse carry guy, you know, early on in the season. So I wouldn't bank on him, but I do like his talent. I mean, I guess I heard to the grapevine. He did some nice things in college last year. I mean, I may have missed that a game or two and uh, my Michigan Wolverines were winning all those games. And, you know, I think he did kind of well against them, but I mean, like I say, we won't speak on that today. Um, You know, we just speak about big 10 titles, you know what I'm saying? But uh, let let me ask you about, (laughs) let me ask you about um, wide receivers, like uh, who you had as like your top talent kind of going into the draft. And then based on where they fell, who's your top wide out when it comes to rookies and fantasy football? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking about that. And, you know, I think the kid from Atlanta, I like him. He's, what, 6'5". And he's got, I mean, he's got Gino, Tur- or not Gino, what the heck's his name? Marcus Mariota <laughs> uh, throwing him the, the football. But he, he might be okay, you know. And, and then, <laughs> you know, Jameson for for Detroit, I think he's 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 got all the speed in the world. Like, this guy will probably outrun a ton of people he just you know as long as he worked on his hands a little bit i think he'd be good too well i i don't know i was kind of shocked to see how high drake london went i like his size you know but he's not as dynamic as i like when it comes to shiftiness or the ultimate route runner type of guy but he's going to get a lot of opportunities in Atlanta. There's no question. I, I had Garrett Wilson as my number one guy. And that was basically just because Jamison Williams was, was dealing with the injury. And I had no clue where he'd go, um, you know, and whatnot. But Garrett Wilson to me is sweet, man. He can do everything. He's a highlight, human highlight reel. I really like him a lot. I'm getting him in a lot of rookie drafts at four or five, which I think is a steal, you know, um, after what do you, uh, what do you think about Sky Moore? What do you think about Sky Moore with Kansas City? You think he, that, guy, that guy should get a lot of targets his way too? I like Sky Moore as a player. It's it's that Western Michigan to the pros. We've seen that not work in the past as well as you've got you've got a lot of guys out there. You're talking about Juju. You're talking about Valdez Scantling. You're talking about you know Sky Moore, Kelsey. You know, like they got a few other guys that have are carryovers out there that have been there for a while. So it's like I don't know how they're going to distribute it all, but um, you know, Sky Moore based yeah. on his his landing spot definitely is a uh, nice player. I see him kind of as that volume guy um, as well, getting a lot of looks once he really gets rolling. But uh, 
but yeah, Garrett Wilson for me, um, you know, Alave going as high as he did, it it didn't. I mean, it surprised me because I thought he was a mid to later first round guy, but there was just such a premium on wide receivers that it didn't surprise me. And I was so glad when he went 12 because when the Lions traded up, I was a little bit worried because I thought we gave up our first. I thought we gave up some crazy resources. Really, we traded with Quafy over there in Minnesota, and all we did was basically back up in the second round, 10 picks or whatever, and we gave him a third. And we moved up 20-some picks in round one to take Jamison Williams. To me, Chuck Dog, like, just wait till this kid gets healthy and gets right. I mean... Every game I turned on with him, he's just blowing by people, scoring touchdowns, catching a seven-yard slant, or running away from the entire defense. Like, I think he's going to be worth the price of admission every single Sunday for the Lions. It's going to be fun. Yeah, he he definitely has the potential, and I, I can see why you're excited about him. Um, like I said, the the only thing question thing that I ever saw was I think his ability to hand catch, I guess, but. You know, I guess that doesn't matter when you're that fast and you're, you're, you're way ahead of people. I guess you just catch it any way you can catch it. Yeah, me and you um, were kind of talking the, about that after the picks yeah. and uh, comparing our teams. And I agree with you to a point, but the other thing that I didn't know as much going into the draft of what a dog this kid is. I mean, he loves to block. He loves to play special teams. He loves the game of football. He's not worried about this injury whatsoever. He thinks he's going to be back, you know, during training camp or whatever. So I just love his mentality, and I think he just knows that nobody can touch him with the speed, and, and if you can put him in the right positions, and if Jared Goff can get him the football, like, it's a lookout for this kid, number 18 for the Detroit Lions. So he's definitely another rookie that I've got highlighted, circled, underlined. Well, I don't have the magazine, but like he's he's clicked on my computer, but you you probably should I can get a put, copy him, put him in bold, you know what I mean? Let me send it through your mail, Western Union. I'll get it to you. <laughs> yeah, as I say, you put a postage stamp on it maybe, uh, since we're going old school with you and do that, that'd be great. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'll put those out for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's Brees Hall, it's Walker, it's Wilson, it's J-Mo, it's London, it's uh, – yeah, it's uh, Olave, you know, and then you, you're getting, you know, later where, where people are like taking Christian Watson, um, Sky Moore, as you mentioned, other players down the board a little bit. But definitely try to get these rookies at good value if you're in a normal league, but also be a little ahead of the curve because you'd much rather get this guy if you love the player now, especially in Dynasty, than wait and say, oh, I'll get him one round later. And then you miss out on a, a guy that ends up being a top 10 type receiver in a year or two. So um, rookies are always fun to take. Chuck, let's close this out, man. First episode of fantasy football flavor in a long time. Really good. Getting to talk some ball. Always, uh, as you've told me uh, before we got rolling, you just love talking football. And same with me on this end, especially with a good uh, buddy from years ago like you who uh, knows his stuff and I can have a little fun with and take a few digs at. So appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, how about we – I don't know if you're going to have some names on the tip of your tongue, but I – I can't say these are the best sleepers, but I do have some names written down of just guys that I want your thoughts on or that you can get later, and we'll close it out with that with people maybe that others aren't thinking about heading into their drafts, but you might want to be thinking about when the later rounds come around. All right, let's hear Let. What do you think about Kadarius Tony? Curious. You know, this, this guy, I've I seen a few games where he played last year, and he he showed like he was a number one guy. He showed that he was fun to watch. He was uh, fun to watch, right? 
Yeah. But and then in that same game, he's he's going off and then on uh, you know catching the ball, he had like 170 yards, a touchdown. And then in that, that same game, you see him throw haymakers at another corner because the corner put put his hands on him to, to guard him. I'm like, <laughs> hey man, yeah, let's he... just let's just play football here, you know. And then if if he can just get his head straight, I think the the kid will be uh you know a pretty dynamite wide receiver. Yeah, he had he had character concerns coming out, but he does have electric speed as well as like that jerky kind of um gadget guy route running ability or gadget player so i like what he can do he's he's one of those guys you get middle to late but people are kind of pegging him maybe as the top guy because everyone hates kenny galladay all of a sudden so i he's somebody i look out for what about this guy never played a down last year he's teamed up with his former quarterback down there in jacksonville travis etn elite speed as well running back catch the football all that you know i'm 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 trying to put my my head around the, this this whole position thing down there because they still got you know Robinson down there that can that can ball out right. So what are they doing with NTN? I mean, is he going to be a running back? Is he going to be a receiver? Is he going to be a third down back? What what are they doing with this guy? Well, I mean, I like James Robinson as well, but he's been good and he's put up numbers, but he's nowhere to the type of football player or athlete or dynamic talent that ETN is. So ETN and Trevor Lawrence were like peanut butter and jelly at Clemson. I mean, they were making plays every single week all day long. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think this is the guy you can get. I mean, this guy's been quoted as wanting to be a Debo type player. I mean, I don't know if I see that, but I see a guy that if you hand it to him in the screen or the draw game or in the run game or pass it to him, he can he can house it. So I kind of like what he can do, but he did have an Achilles, so you never know how long those take or even when they get back. You know, maybe it's another half season or so until he really gets rolling. I don't know. But uh, I, I, I like the player. There's obviously some question marks with all these guys. Um, how about this guy? He's not a sleeper per se, but he's been hurt. He's kind of off everybody's radar. Can't guard Mike. Mike Thomas down there in New Orleans. I mean, this is a guy you can get super sneaky if you if you wait him out and pluck him before anybody else remembers that he's the hell of a football player and a great wide receiver. Is it is that guy still alive? He is. Yes. He is. All right. Well, shoot. I knew he was coming back, and then and then he's. <laughs> Dubbed his toe or something, and he was out for the rest of the season. Right. I mean, the guy. You're right. The guy's a heck of a talent. He's got great hands. He's one of those guys that can go get it at the the peak of the throw, and he, he he's a great talent when he's out there. But I I don't know what's happened to him the last couple of years. He's I don't know if he's getting starting to get lower body injuries or. But he was he was on his way back, and then next next thing you know, he's like, no, he yeah he got a, a scrape on his calf or something, so he's out for the rest of the year. I'm like, oh okay. Well, yeah, man, thanks his, for coming around. He, his ankle's been all messed up. He had the attitude. He's fighting teammates. But last time I checked, the guy catches about 150 balls a year when he's right, and you get him the football. So they got they got you know Landry down there. They got Olave. They got him. They got uh, Kamara. They added to their defense. Like they're not messing around in New Orleans. So this is a guy I'm willing to take a chance on if he's back yeah. and he's he's ready to roll um, at the right price. They still of got course. Mr. They still got Mr. Crableg deep to uh, throw him the ball, but you know he might be able to throw 27 touchdowns with his 28 interceptions, so he'd be all right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, all right, let's do a couple more rapid fire. We'll get you up out of here. Brandon Ayuk. What do you think about this guy? He's uh, he's an enigma as well. 
Yeah, he started off slow last year, but then came on strong towards the end of the year. But he did that the year before too. So I don't know if this we if they can get this guy to to uh, start off strong, but I think they're gonna have a rookie quarterback start. I think they're they're down with Trey Sermon, right? Am I hearing that right? Or not Trey Sermon, but uh, Trey Lance. <laughs> The next guy on my list. What about his quarterback, Trey Lance? You love him, you hate him. Is he going to be a ball player? Is he going to be a bust? What do you think? I like him for fantasy football wise. Is he going to be a great NFL quarterback? I'm not sure, but we're talking about fantasy football here, and I like him as fantasy football. Why? Because the guy can run the ball, right? This this is why I reach out fantasy football. This is why I reach out to Chuck the Magazine to be on the show, because that's my exact take. I don't know what he's going to be in wins-loss column or what he's going to do. I like the player, uh, but he can run the damn football. He's swaggy. He can throw it 80 yards. This is a guy I'm taking as my backup QB, and the minute he starts rolling on the ground, putting up crazy numbers for fantasy, he's going in my lineup. That's how I look at it. Um, Good stuff there. Um Anybody else? Any other big names I missed, or we want to end on on that uh, that double you, agreement for Trey Lance there? I, you know, like I said, I like Trey Lance from fantasy football, but don't forget Javante Williams. Okay, I like that as do well. Not, do not forget the Denver Broncos running back. That kid is such a beast. Denver's just got to give this kid the ball. I actually saw something today before we got recording about him being RB1 overall in the entire league when it's all done. There was a either Pro Football Focus or somebody put that out, and I, I didn't hate it. You know, I'm curious how they'll use him and how Russ will fit in there, but Javante's no joke, man. He's an absolute physical stud and uh, has everything you look for. So another great guy that hasn't come up yet, you know, hasn't blown up, but you get him, and next thing you know, you got yourself – a top three type running back in 2023 and beyond, no doubt. Yep, I, I really like him. He he was on angry runs a couple times, and he was he was carrying people for so many yards that one that run run. I, you just see the talent of this kid has, and like I said, Denver's just gotta just gotta give him the ball. No doubt, man. Good stuff by you. So let's let's do this. We you know appreciate you making time for this. We kind of were texting back and forth trying to figure out. If you want to come back on, if we could talk fantasy football, you've got a lot going on right now. I'm a busy man as well. And we're like, hey, maybe we can do a show like every other month or so. So we just threw this one out there. We gave you guys a lot of random takes to think about. We might come back on more so in August, kind of uh, same time here in August. See if we can talk right before Chuck's draft so I can help him out. You know, make sure he does well. He can spread all the knowledge for the people. Um and, yeah, we'll just see where this thing goes, man. Maybe every once in a while, maybe get you in season, see, uh, actually tell me those wins and losses and what's going on. And I think it could be fun to jump on here every once in a while to talk ball. And Chuck literally just dialed in at 989-272-Kevin-Smith-Herman-Moore. That's 3484. You guys know what that is. It's the Kool-Aid line. So, Chuck, man, I hope it was fun for you. I had a blast. It was good talking with you, man. Is Kevin Smith the best 34 you have? I mean, it's it's he's Kool Aid worthy, you know. I had a, I had a jersey okay. that had about 18 right. F's on it, so I, I had to get Kevin Smith in the phone number. Sure. All right, we got it then. I'll, I'll let you have it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I hope you'll dial back up. And and I know everybody. I remember when we used to do the show, people were like, "Oh man, Chuck, man, you you guys are fun. It's a fun show to listen to when people are trying to get ready for their drafts." So I think you you gave him some knowledge. We had a little fun today, man. Yeah, it sounds good, dude. We can do this some more.
All right, everybody. Well, that's fantasy football flavor is back. And I'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Okay, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.